got it coming at you right now, folks. T-Bosh and the fellas talking life and sports. We're all over the board today, but that's cool because this is our show and we do what we want. Will Justify solidify his place in horsey history? Where do the fellas do their drinking? We examine J.R. Smith's cloudy brain. And of course, we've got everyone's favorite game pick one. Welcome to any new listeners and welcome back to our ride or die folks out there tuning in as always. We just keep rolling along. Episode 33. Can't believe we made it this far. First up is the angriest non-Cavs fan on the planet because, you know, his boyfriend LeBron balled out and shot his load in game one off and not. Representing Charlotte, North Carolina, it's P. Reezy, Chris Perez. What up, what up? Yeah, I woke up pissed. JR blew it. Can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> oh, he blew it. All right. Well, we're going to talk all about it. <laughs> up next is our poker dealer extraordinaire, cruising South Florida with the top down. On his way to go make some cheddar, actually. It's Hot Tub, Mr. Dustin Miner. What's good, gentlemen? Speaking of blow at how's those water guns, Dak and Zeke? <laughs> Are you talking about the penis water guns? Yeah, how's those water guns, Dak and Zeke? Yeah, <laughs> talking about those water guns, squirt, squirt. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm the mastermind of this nonsense, and I'm sorry. Your host and creator, Thomas Bosch, behind the curtain down here in Charleston, South Carolina. And thanks, as always, for kicking it with T. Bosch and the fellas talking life and sports. Let's get some, fellas. But first, you know what we got to do. We got to honor the gods. We don't start any episode without doing it. So let me take the honors. We let Perez do it on episode 32. I'm going to take the reins again, all right? LaCroix, you tickle my tongue in ways no chick ever has. I know, that's weird. I would want a chick to tickle my tongue. I don't really need a lady to do it. Just you, LaCroix. And honestly, I'd let you tickle more than my tongue with your all-natural bubbly goodness. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. I'll just go ahead and say it. I'd bathe in you, LaCroix. And I haven't taken a bath since I was six years old. That LaCroix is what you would call complete commitment. (laughs) I know things are moving fast, but hey, you only got one life to live. So let's go steady, LaCroix. And why don't you hook the fellas up with that GD sponsorship <laughs> at t and the fellas on all social media platforms. Reach out to us, LaCroix. <laughs> P-Rez, you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Pop that top. Oh, did you hear it just sizzle? Did you hear it sizzle? I heard it. Oh, I heard it. P-Rez is over here playing dad time and uh, walking around. I hear, I hear, I hear it ringing through the checkout line. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's walking through the grocery store with... Is that that you, LaCroix, sir? Oh, thank you for your change. Here's your change. Do you have Ethan with you right now? No, I don't. I'm actually, I'm on location, guys. I'm doing some journalism here. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got Um, you. This is for the show. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They do have two-for-one Gatorade for $1.79. It's amazing. Electrolytes. (laughs) I'm just keeping you up to date. And uh, the LaCroix game is weak. All right, all right. Well, I'm not going to that one then. (laughs) Back to you, Thomas. The NFL countdown. We're at 92 days until kickoff, y'all. That's less than 100, fellas, if you didn't know. (laughs) Let me ask you a quick question. Are you more excited for the NFL opener or your fantasy draft? Which brings you more joy as you sit there and think about it in this moment? Dustin. As a fantasy football champion, (laughs) it gives me no pleasure 
They're waiting for the Carolina Panthers to start their football season. Nothing better than opening day of Panther season. We got Cowboys week one. Let's go. Keep pounding. <laughs> one team, two states, they say, is the new logo. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what South Carolina has been telling themselves for years. I talked to a lady yesterday who said South Carolina needs a professional football team. I said, you have one. And they say, no, we don't. And I live here they in got, South Carolina. I thought they got. I thought they got two of them: they, the Gamecocks and the ti- and the Clemson Tigers. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. They take Clemson very seriously. You might as well be pro. Pires, what are you more excited for? Oh, Panthers home opening, dude. No, no doubt. All right, and that's interesting words coming from our fantasy football champions. I hope those Panther fans have a lot of squirt guns out in the uh, stadium that <laughs> opening day. I will make sure to be there with a penis squirt gun just for you, Dustin. Big black one. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. <laughs> yeah, super soakers. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. It was uh, There was something creepy about the way you just said that. <laughs> yeah, real, real, real. Hey, creepy. man, I'm just echoing Cowboys Nation. All right, first topic of the day. <laughs> Triple crown winner justify? Will we be able to say that after this weekend? Only 12 horses have done it in 99 Triple Crown attempts. He'll be the 13th this weekend at the Belmont Stakes up in uh, old Johnny Taberzi's neck of the woods over in New York. Now, I wonder if bookies take bets on ponies. What do you th- Unfortunately, we don't have one of our good friends here, Mr. Alan Burns. That, it, not that he would specifically know, but he might know something. What do you, you guys think a bookie takes bets on ponies? Um, I don't know what they take on a pony, Thomas, but I know what they bet on a donkey because I'm a poker dealer. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have no clue as far as uh, horses get mad. It's not something that I got, ever got into. I don't know. Well, I mean, listen, I, I mean, I know you can go to like OTB and like actual racetracks and place bets. You probably do it online, I'm sure. Uh, but I wonder if bookies ever take pony bets. I don't know. It doesn't seem like something they do, but... Who knows? I don't know. The odds, I think, are against the bookie in that one. All right. Well, you know, good luck to that guy because 13th winner ever. That's a big deal. Secretariat, greatest horse ever. My dad's got a picture of him in our house. So, you know, I grew up around horses. So I just had to touch that just real quick. Let me ask you all this real quick. What is your favorite bar or restaurant where you live? Where do you like to do your, your dirty drinking? Dustin. Most of my dirty drinking goes down in downtown Lake Worth. Okay, like I, uh, specific. Place. Yeah, it's it's more like the beach divey bars. Okay, and they're very neclectic kind of are like it's kind of like a like a like a Thomas Street Tavern Penguin kind of area. Okay, all right. And uh, you know, I I go from Rum Shack to Brogues to Lilos to I Gots, and uh, they always have bands. They got tacos. They got, you know, all the kind of shit you're looking for. So it's like a so, so it's like a beach hipster community. Yeah, I guess no, I wouldn't say it's hipster. I would say it's more like beach bum. Okay. Kind of stuff. All right. All right. And Dustin's down there in Lake Worth. You said this is Lake Worth, Florida? Yeah, downtown Lake Worth, Florida. It's just dirty enough that I like it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, they they don't have like wine tasting bars. They have like whiskey tasting bars. Okay. All right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, Perez, where are you doing your dirty drinking in Charlotte, North Carolina? Dude, my favorite place uh, still to drink is uh, BBGB, right uh, by the music factory. I used to actually bartend there for a while. Um, they got the best patio. They got thin volleyball courts lining that patio. They got 
a huge selection of different craft beers. At one point, they were all craft, all draft. I'm not sure if they are still, but it's a, it's a good spot. You know what's funny is I have consumed an ungodly amount of alcohol in Charlotte, North Carolina, and not once have I had a drink in there. Dude, I have no idea what he just said. <laughs> BBGB, man. BB, it's over near they the got, Music Factory. They got fantastic food. It's actually in the parking lot of the Music Factory. Okay. The owners are cool. Um, sounds like the Arbor. It sounds like cruising the Arbo. <laughs> nah, dude. It's, it's a lot cooler than the Arbo. Only a true charlatan would know what that is. <laughs> Only an old true charlatan would know what cruising the Arbo was. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just like that's just like twenty five years ago, dude. Yeah. I'm just catering to our demographic. <laughs> We oh are we are practically we're pretty much middle aged, y'all. <laughs> um, for me down here in Charleston, you know, I got a lot of beautiful options, but uh, the dirtiest and grimiest for me, I would say, is the Griffin. It's a bar that's probably the size of my bedroom, uh, and it's got dollar bills just as the wallpaper. <laughs> just signed dollar bills everywhere it used to be a place called the blind tiger pub which is actually where i had my first job here in charleston i was slinging drinks at blind tiger then they shut it down for six months and renovated it and cleaned it up and now it's just too shiny for me too shiny you know what i mean yeah I, you got to keep it dirty is what i say i'm with dustin on that one <laughs> All right. Um, okay, I was just curious. You know, maybe give if the listeners. Are I mean, if I'm drinking Thomas, I don't, I don't want clean. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we give the listeners some suggestions. All right, y'all. Uh, another, another good suggestion is at home by yourself with the lights off. <laughs> I don't know if you should. I don't know if you should tell people about what you do in your spare time, Pete. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, and, it's not therapy time, bro. <laughs> All right. A little bit of Lionel Richie in the background? No, Kenny yeah. G. It's Kenny G. It's Kenny G. Uh, a soft sax. I mean, let's keep it real, gentlemen. Y'all know I'll be getting drunk playing those first-person shooters at home on the rag, so... <laughs> I also wasn't trying to expose you, so... <laughs> All right. <laughs> next, next topic... Real quick, we'll make this quick. We're running through these. Name something you hate more than baseball. Dustin. Softball? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I'm allergic to nuts, so peanut butter? Okay. Uh, wow, that is a tragedy, bro. <laughs> Um, that, that, that does suck. Oh, um, I don't. I I hate um that that rock music where they scream the whole time and you don't understand what they're saying. Like death metal. Yeah, death metal. <laughs> you hate These that more than baseball. <laughs> yeah, those are those are the three things that come to mind. Those are all good. Those no, are all good. No, like that. no, it's solid. Except for I put peanut butter on everything, so I'd kill myself if I was you. <laughs> Never had peanut butter in my life, Thomas. Oh Don't know what it tastes like. Oh my god, dude! Oh my god, it's dude. better that you just go for it one time just to know. Yeah, just... maybe maybe when I'm uh, know that I'm for sure gonna die. Well, dude, just take the L for one day. I'm sure they can give you a shot or something. Yeah, man, just stick that thing in your leg. Happy pin, you got, you're good. Yeah. Hey, that's how I got pregnant the first time, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perez, name something you hate more than baseball. Um, man, this is a tough one. Really hate baseball. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It really is the worst. <laughs> uh, I would guess cricket, just because it's stupider baseball. You know, like 
I don't know, dude. I kind of think cricket's kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just me. I I feel like it's harder to hit that cricket thing than it. Well, you know what? Hitting a baseball is one of the hardest things in sports. But that takes away from my argument that we still hate baseball. So cricket, that's really your answer. That's what you're going with. Women's basketball. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, hashtag me too, man. Yeah, dude, we don't need any of that negativity on yeah. the show, D. <laughs> yeah. I mean, baseball's down there, bro. <laughs> you wind steaming it up over there, bro? Yeah, whoa, Harvey. Slow down, Harvey Minor. Um, <laughs> let me, I, I think, man, what do I hate worse than baseball? I would say, hmm. There, I got a couple. No, no, I, I got a couple. Sauerkraut. It's disgusting. I, I like mean, sauerkraut. Yeah, well, you're disgusting. How about people people pushing blackheads outside of their nose? Okay. <laughs> that's that's gruesome, right? How often do you sit around people while they're doing that? No, I mean, like on the internet. I've seen it before. It's just nasty. Oh, yeah. Ooh. It, it, it is like, it cringes. It, it's kind of fascinating, though. Watching baseball, to me, is almost like watching a Steven Seagal movie. Whoa, man. <laughs> Whoa. Like... Like Whoa. when he breaks his, when he breaks those people's arms like backwards, that's what it feels like. <laughs> like oh oh ow. oh man, God, it hurts a little bit. I got another at least, one. At least, at least that gets a reaction. I, I got a, I got another one. Cankles. Oh man. Yeah, they're gross, right? Think about how like about, a, think about a calf that like literally droops over a cankle. How about? When girls wear granny panties with yoga pants. I don't know, man. It's it's kind of hard to hate on anything to do with yoga pants. Cause yeah, they, I don't know. They're one I of the greatest like inventions ever. Say what? I said they're one of the greatest inventions ever. And then not only do I think a guy would say so, I think a girl feels the same way. No, I'm not down in the actual product. I'm downing the way that people use it. <laughs> okay. No granny panties in yoga pants. Noted, says Perez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was just curious. You know, we're going to do this again next time <laughs> because we're going to do this until we can't find any more things that we hate more than baseball because the list is short because obviously Perez had a hard time <laughs> here. <laughs> I mean, I can, li- I can list a few other things, but That's I, right. I don't You save it. You, you save it, bro. We save it. We're going to get to our main topic here real quick. All right. We're going to get inside the head of the player with the biggest NBA Finals blunder in history. Cheech and Chong rolled up into one Cavs player, Mr. J.R. Smith. In the final four seconds of the NBA Finals, game one, Cavs point guard George Hill misses a free throw to take the lead. But old J.R., he comes up with a sick rebound over a much taller Kevin Durant, who, by the way, wasn't putting in that much effort, it looked like. Great play, right? Well, then it happened. JR confused every single person in Oracle Arena and millions watching on TV. The fans, the refs, the Warriors, and most importantly, his own team. Standing four feet from the basket, having secured the rebound, JR starts running away from the hoop. LeBron starts yelling. The Warriors start running to the other end of the court. Ty Lue was in shock, couldn't even call a timeout. It was quite literally the most chaotic end to a basketball game I've personally ever seen. Now, after seeing this, which of the following do you think was going through J.R. Smith's cloudy brain? 
first. He thought the Cavs were up, and he was trying to run out the clock and not get fouled. Second, he thought the Cavs were up and was going to throw the ball straight into the air in celebration until LeBron started wigging out on him. <laughs> All right. Or maybe he was looking to get out of traffic to make a clean pass to a more open teammate. Or maybe he was running to the other side of the court to run out on a fast break and score on his own team's basket. Or more likely, and I feel like this is the most likely scenario, he's on the West Coast. The weed is pretty good there. I think I've heard that on CNN or something. A friend told me once. I don't know. And maybe that green was too good. (laughs) Do you think JR traded in his orange slices in the locker room at halftime for some tasty high concentration edibles? (laughs) And he, you know, he was stoned and just blanked out and basically forgot where he was. Which of the following scenarios do you think was actually going through J.R. Smith's cloudy brain? Dustin. Well, that was that was a lot of options, man. <laughs> that was an SAT question, man. I, I'll just take C and just move on to the next one. Okay, C would have been, was looking to get out of traffic to make a clean pass to a more open teammate. That is truly what you think he thought. No, absolutely not. All right. Do you think he was running out to the other end of the court to score on his own basket? No, I think he thought he was up, and he was trying to run out the clock. That's the only explanation. Okay, so you take A. Right. Yeah, of course it's A, but it's also D or F or whatever, or uh, or uh, M for <laughs> marijuana, because JR smokes on the reg, bro. Everyone knows that. So... I mean, he was probably stoned, but that's like he's always stoned. It's like saying like some other people are not always stoned when they do things. All right, fair enough. I mean, uh, you know, he was balling with a little bit of Chiba. It makes him better than when he's not. And, um, yeah, he thought he was up. He was surprised he had the ball. (laughs) Um, You know, it was was an honest mistake. I mean, honestly, it was more. We're, this is more of a big deal because of his reaction to the whole thing and not admitting that he made a mistake versus the actual mistake. You know, it's always the cover up, Thomas. <laughs> it's not the actual yeah, crime. People don't love the cover up, <laughs> and so that's why that's why he is going to be so exploited through this whole thing is because he's gone back and forth on his story about this and it's on camera. So same, we're like, like, and like he like verbally says shit, Yeah, you know, it's like, well, you said like, we, we all see what you said, you know, like 20 minutes so, ago to a different camera. <laughs> yeah. So like, so like, I mean, is that not you? <laughs> is that not, is that not you? Is that, you know, is that somebody else? That's not me on the. That's not me on the camera. I'm I don't know. You, I don't know who that is. Jr. lives in his own alternate universe. What about you, Perez? Which one of those options do you think was the most likely scenario in in his brain in that moment? I think that the moment that he jumped up and grabbed the ball and came down with it at that very moment, he was thinking to himself, "Our gloves really just." Socks for your hands or socks, gloves for your feet. And then he forgot where he was at. Something to that extent. <laughs> what the? I, I, had to, I had to echo that because, you know, I've been confused. 
on the whole socks, mittens, like mittens, like I, I know mittens are more like socks or your feet. Right, 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 love, right, right. You know, and so at that moment when I would catch a rebound, I would definitely be on the top of my brain, you know. So, I mean, I totally get it. I give JR a pass, man. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, he was, he was caught in a conundrum of intellectual thought. And at that moment, that's all he could think about. And so when he came down, it was lucky enough that he had the wherewithal to actually just hold on to the ball and start dribbling. That in itself is crazy. Um, I'm sure he kicked ass in Fortnite later that night. <laughs> oh, job. dude. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. So what you're saying is ultimately you think JR was just way too baked to handle the situation in front of him. Hey, man, sometimes when the pressure gets big, some people fold, some people embrace it, you know, and, uh, you know, LeBron's with a lot of people that just seem to fold. Yeah. And, think, you know, think- and the thing about the Warriors is that they have four players that could show up any night and embrace it, even when one of them is not really in the mood. Well, too. we all understand that. <laughs> that doesn't Dude, make J.R. Smith any less culpable for losing game one. <laughs> J.R. is the guy on the team. You know, there's bathrooms in the locker room. He's that guy that's going to take that bathroom break out on the on that restroom out in the hallway, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Well, no, what he did is he just, he did. he I, I saw him leave the bench beginning of the third quarter. I don't know. I guess he didn't get it all out at halftime, but I'm pretty sure he shoved about six 20 milligram gummies in his face, you know, all at once. And, you know, they just kind of hit him right at the end of the fourth quarter. <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny that drunk guys even knew what, what the score was at that point. <laughs> no, what's really funny is that I, th- I think what's funny is the fact that he completely pulled out everyone. Like He had Steve Kerr thinking that the Warriors just lost. That's what I'm saying. He confused everybody. It's crazy. <laughs> one Steph, one person Steph can confuse in, uh, an entire in a, nation. In an interview later, Steph admitted to not really knowing what, what the score was. No, they started. The they, he, <laughs> they started. They started to go cut him, him off because they thought he was on. The, he, they thought he was on a fast break <laughs> for the wrong end. But they thought that he was going to score, so they started running, not knowing what to do. It was hey, insane. it's just reactionary, you know? I get it. I would have done the same thing. Don't let him get to the basket. <laughs> no, what would have been hilarious is if Steph would have stolen the ball and went and would have scored on the wrong end. Yeah, I don't I don't think Steph got quite as baked as uh, <laughs> old JR before the game. <laughs> all right, all right. I just, you know, we needed to, to make a quick analysis of what was going on in Mr. Cloudy Brain's brain. You know what I mean? Dude, not much is what I would say. <laughs> as, a, as a professional athlete in his sport, he failed miserably because he forgot the basic fundamentals of what you're taught, kids, and that is know the scoreboard right. and the time. <laughs> That's right. Well, I do want to. I want to give some of the credit to um, Ty Lue also because yeah, he didn't call a timeout. It's his responsibility to know exactly what's going on and to make sure his players know what's going on at all times. You could see in footage before uh, George Hill missed that shot, which is a whole other story. JR was signaling to the bench to try to find out what the score was and what exactly was going on, and he wasn't getting a reaction from his coach. So all he had to you can't do was... have your you can't have your troops on the field and not know what the hell is going on. Yeah, but again, he confused Ty Lue, <laughs> and he should have. All he had to do was look up at the scoreboard. That's besides the point. We all think JR Smith's a big old stoner, so. 
That was what I was really trying to get to here, guys. <laughs> a little bit of observation goes a long way. Yeah. All right. All right. So we'll wrap up all those topics. Now it is time for everyone's favorite game, Pick One, and then I'll let you all get out of here. All right? All right. Sounds if, good. If you Can't have, wait. If get you, me out of here. Seriously. <laughs> if you have never heard this game before, real simple. I give the fellas two scenarios. They simply got to pick which one they would endure over the other. So here we go. Would you rather, fellas, get sacked by an unblocked Shaquem Griffin? You know, the rookie linebacker with no hand? This dude is a freak of nature athletically. His combine numbers were incredible, but let's get back to this no hand thing. Shaquem Griffin comes full speed unimpeded at you. He's going full on Superman to come blow you up. In the course of crushing your little baby body, it gets worse, fellas. His nub goes through the face mask of your helmet, crushing your orbital bone. You know, the one that holds your eye in place. You'll now be known as old droopy eye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's option number one. Tub to the eyeball. <laughs> nub to the orbital. Floppy eye. All right. Honestly, 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 I thought that was going somewhere else. So that's that's so much cooler. All right. All it right. sounds it sounds gruesome, but it also sounds like it could be out of an a, a Exotica book. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's the way my the brain works. The, that's the, the way my brain works. Into the orbital. And then right. you got the floppy eye. Yeah. <laughs> choose a hole. I choose your eye socket. <laughs> All right. Second option, gentlemen. Or. You could participate in American Ninja Warrior. However, no training, no preparation, national TV. <laughs> All right? <laughs> you go out and put up the worst time in the show's history. Embarrassed and pathetic looking, they interview you following this epic fail. Asking you what happened, you immediately break into a sobbing, ugly cry face. Until, <laughs> until everyone in the world that is watching you that you are a complete and utter loser. <laughs> you go on and on. And, you know, no, it gets better. You go on and on until the producers start panicking and just cut away. All right. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Because you fellas, because you fellas are pathetic losers. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> so, Dustin, <laughs> Dustin, what are you taking? A droopy eye or a runaway? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I actually have all the fellas. I'm the one who's looked out of one eye the longest. That's true. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Dustin did rock an eye patch for probably the first little bit that I knew you. <laughs> yeah, I was I was Sinbad for a solid, solid six months. Yeah. Um, damn, man. I don't know. I mean, my eye is already kind of droopy. All right. Well, hey, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, I mean, whatever. I don't know. I I like my face. I don't. I don't mind getting in the face, but do I have to keep the droopy eye? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. It's like a package thing, man. Yeah. I mean, at least the droopy eye sounds more permanent. It seems like maybe I could maybe like redeem myself after my embarrassment, maybe somewhere down down the line. So I'll I'll go with the. Crying and running away. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Okay. An American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> You're a pathetic loser on national television, and you let everybody know it. Yeah, <laughs> but I got both my eyes. I face. can see till I die. <laughs> all right, that's true. All right, Perez, what are you taking? 
just <laughs> the humor and the <laughs> and the going like full. You can't. Nobody goes full retard. You know, <laughs> like you gotta go. You gotta go for it. I'm thinking maybe you can get like a you know couple million hits on on Instagram for something like that. Maybe make some money out of it. I don't know. Become like that. Uh, Cash me outside, girl. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, just something like a train wreck like that. Just, uh, I'll be and then, crying. And then away, like trying to get at the camera, and then they cut away. Like <laughs> no, like, and you're like, stop wait, filming no. me. Stop filming me. Like, get that camera out of my face. I'm serious. I'm serious. When they start saying I'm serious, that's when you know it's trouble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get full Ryan Leaf on you. Uh, oh man, I honestly, I'm gonna pick that one just because it's so amusing. Yeah, hey, listen, I would go on an American Ninja Warrior and just sob, man. I don't, whatever, dude. I'd as take... far as getting the worst time, man, there's people on there that took that first step and just <laughs> kaplunk. That's what I'm saying. Worst time in the show's history. <laughs> but you didn't. Put uh, it, you could always use the yeah, excuse. Yeah, that's you the never... other thing. You said the worst time. That means I finished. So I'm like, word. No, no, like. The, no, no you, like you fell in the first obstacle. Yeah, like, like you took a step and and failed. <laughs> you just flipped right plenty off. of people have done that. I flipped, yeah. dude. I flipped. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't go full cry. Yeah, they didn't go ugly cry face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, ugly cry face, man. That's, uh... Dude, I, I mean, like... The kind where you can't even catch your breath. You're just like, yeah, like, like, uh, uh, just, uh, just, uh, and every uh, time uh, you try uh, and breathe, uh, it's just not like bubbling. <laughs> yeah, I know you picture it. I know you picture it. All right. Dude, it's so good. All right. It's so good. So I'm bad. glad y'all enjoyed that one. All right. that, I did. That, I did. That's it, y'all. It's a wrap. Uh, I tried to warn y'all. We'd kind of be all over the board today. We've covered the triple crown. The NFL, things we hate more than baseball. Uh, we had to dig deep on that one, by the way. Drinking holes, J.R. Smith's alternate universe, and the fellas' failures on national TV. <laughs> That's a full load, folks. Catch every episode of T-Bosh and the fellas talking life and sports on iTunes and SoundCloud. Spotify, hopefully we have coming to you here real soon. And of course, follow our daily sports content on Facebook, Twitter, and the gram at T Bosch and the fellas. P Reezy, just so you know, I'm going to say it again and I'll say it till I'm dead. And Jace the Goat. Sorry, bro. Damn, I got nothing. <laughs> I'm just worn out, man. I'm worn out. I get it. I get it. It's hard to defend it. I know. I know. Well, I mean, it's just, it, it keeps going on and on. I mean, what what else does a guy got to do? <laughs> Win. Win championships. That's what. Oh, man. You know what? It, I would like Golden State if I didn't hate them so bad. Dude. I, know. Like, I know. It's a, it's like a they're, paradox, they're, bro. The thing that I'll remember about this team a decade from now how demoralizing they made you feel as a fan because dude you're trying to stick around like Cleveland did <laughs> only remember dude. second place Tom <laughs> no what I'm saying is like dude they stick around they're trying to hang in there and then all of a sudden like 13 points all of a sudden Steph hits like three of these like crazy threes with other teams when somebody drives into the hole and, and dishes it out you, you think that, you know, as an opposing fan, you're like, okay, well, he might make that or he might not. If, if Golden State <laughs> drives inside and dishes it out to the three, you're like, dang it, that's three points. Yep, money. <laughs> like, dang it. Like, before they even shoot it, you're like, man, dang. <laughs>
Pires. So moral of the story sucks to be in your world. Hey, hot tub. <laughs> go get hey, man, it's great to be in mine. What's good? <laughs> go get some of that money, man. <laughs> Dude, uh, I'm, you, mean, you, mean that, you mean that 20 bucks they gave me for losing the bet? Dude, that, that was $20 worth it. It was worth it was worth the action. I just wanted some action. You know that. Dustin, I, don't, um, I, don't Dustin, I, love, I, I love your face, bro. Hey, it's cool. It's cool. I, I love my face, too. That's why I picked what I picked and picked one. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just hanging out here by the pool. Right. Here in some downtown Delray at some mansion about the deal poker floor. All right, go so get them. Get, go get them cards dealt, bro. I am, I, will, I will do that for you, gents. I am Thomas Bosch, your host and creator, giving you a good little nugget of advice. Life is too short, people. Too short. Be good to the ones that you love. Be nicer to the ones you don't know, because you never know what someone else is going through. So, damn it. Just go ahead and give each other a big old hug, and just be nice to each other. It's not hard. We'll see you for episode 34. We out.